0: Okay, in response to our last episode, we had a uh, a piece of audio come in, a new theme song. Um, I don't have in front of me a way to plug this in directly, so we're going to listen to it as God intended <laughs> over uh, a phone speaker this time, and then I'll find my thing. Hey, this is the Snowman Podcast, yes. The Helpful Snowman Podcast. Yes, this is the Snowman Podcast, and you're going to learn some shit today. There we go. Uh, Just as a note, Helpful Snowman Podcast does not guarantee that you'll learn anything today. Or ever. Um, This is friend of the show, Julia. She's also taking a belt buckle. And... uh, technically works from home and has an overfilled coffee mug cabinet and is wondering if that counts for the fill the coffee mug portion of our challenge. The answer is no. Uh, she will accept a small pack of Peter Dirk Book Club stickers. And uh, so there we go. We're down to, let's, uh, let's look at our document. Hi, for anyone new to the show, uh, what we're talking about is the labors of snowman killies um which is basically what needs to be completed in order for episode 500 to be released which is why you're probably listening to like 497b let's see 500 tasks here we go okay so we've got brand new theme song for the show format Text, strike through, because I can never remember the command for that. And then, uh, hmm, except a small pack of two. I'm going to count that as done, even though it hasn't technically happened at this juncture. But we're going to call it a day. So here's what remains for this show to be released drink a snowman flight, one smallish glass each of <laughs> Malort Albertson's Whiskey, Night Train and a badly blended vegetable smoothie that looks like sewage. Read and review the Demolition Man novelization. Buy at least 10 coffee mugs from thrift stores. Bring them into work slowly and overfill the cabinet where the mugs are kept. Never admit that any of them are yours. Wear a Big Johnson t-shirt once or more if you fall in love with it. List a Cheeto shaped like an object for sale on eBay. Create and submit an idea for a game to be played on the show. Make a personalized urinal screen to advertise Helpful Snow in and place it in a urinal. And I need uh, 25 people to tell me they want a memorial belt buckle. Now, these are nice belt buckles, by the way. They say episode 500. They show a uh, crock pot being destroyed at the Genoa Wonder Tower. It's a wonderful thing. Um, I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Is that a mean impression of that corn kid? He, he, he kind of sounds like that. But uh, that's, that's what we have uh, as far as tasks that need to be completed. So we've got one, two, three, four tasks have been completed. 25 belt buckles in progress. Oh, but I, I was talking about the belt buckles. These are quality items, people. They're like metallic stamped, die stamped belt buckles. From the finest workshop in China that does them for a reasonable-ish price. This is, you could expect to pay retail. Mm. Well, I don't know what you could expect to pay retail, because there's no chance on earth any store would carry this item for any reason. Unless, you know, somehow this show became a weird uh, thing that people pretended they cared about at the time and definitely don't now or at the time that it was airing. Do you know what I mean? Hipster nonsense. If it could be like hipster nonsense, that's the best shot of having a retail price. Um, There's no cost for the belt buckles. Okay? I will just send it to you. You can just have it. Um, I don't even require you to actually wear it, although I would strongly prefer it. But uh, you just have to ask for one. And I will send it to you. And that's it. So if you've hesitated up till now, um, you can just email me, Pete at HelpfulSnowMan.com and I will send you a belt buckle. Uh, unless it's like international and costs $100, then you can still request it and I'll still count it in the 25 but I might not send it. I will probably go to the post office and be like, how much does it cost to send this? And when they will tell me, I will probably say... Never mind. Uh, My question for everyone listening is, uh, do I sound like the same Pete that you heard last time? Because I have, since the last recording, had a birthday uh, where I celebrated that I'm now older and lamented the quick passage of my life. You know, the first 39 years have gone pretty fast. And I suspect the next 39 will go much faster, partially because the next 39 could very well be uh, next 19 to 20. (laughs) Who knows how long this is all going to last. Um, But if I sound older and wiser, that's why. It's because I have had a birthday, I blew out a candle, I made a wish on that candle... Which now I, now that I look back on it, I was like, that was kind of a silly wish. That was kind of wasteful. You could have gone further. I don't want to say the wish, because it's like, uh, you know, that's how you blow the wish. But um, let's say it's like this. It would be sort of if I was like, um, I was going to uh, a weightlifting championship. A meet, as they call them because uh, you meet a lot of great people there. And I was going, and so the wish I made was like, I wish that I will lift uh you know, a personal PR at that meet. And then, you know, a couple of days later, I'm like, I mean it's just a it's a wish, so you could wish to win your category, right? You could wish to win your age group or your weight class or whatever. I guess I'm not really in the age group thing as much anymore. I'm probably now aging into, I wonder, like, okay, 5K age categories. I wonder if uh, it's 39 to, oh, yeah, 35 to 39. So next year I'm in 40 to 44. So that would be kind of cool. I'll be in a new age group, so maybe I have the chance to dominate uh, my senior people. To completely humiliate my elders, as is the goal for most of us. Well, I decided what to do uh, on this first show is to uh, shill for money. I've still never had an advertiser on this show. I don't think ever. I I don't know, you know, if I've had an advertiser, it was someone who paid me $2 to like read something. I think that might have been a helpful snowman (laughs) thing at some point. Um, But here's what I'm going to do. I decided this is a two-stage process. There's a thing you're going to do, and there's a thing I'm going to do. The thing you're going to do is from now on when you buy something online and there's an offer code, I just want you to put in that offer code box, helpfulsnowman.com. Nothing will happen. You will not get an offer, uh, I don't think, unless someone... Working at one of these is just like, as long as they put in characters, we're going to give them 15% off. My stupid plan here is hoping that enough people will buy enough of something and put in that code that they'll be like, how are they hearing about us from what is HelpfulSnowman.com? They'll investigate and then they'll be like, maybe if we're getting this much action on our offer codes just from nothing, maybe if we kick a few bucks his way then we'll make a shitload of sales. Joke will be on them. The sales will not increase. May, in fact, decrease. That's your end of the bargain. My end of the bargain is I've got... I listed here 10 uh, common podcast products that are advertised, and I'm going to kind of try and do some try-out commercials for them. So the first taste is free, boys, Uh, advertisers. The first advertisement you're going to get for me is cost free uh, I, I get it this isn't the most popular show I'm not syndicated by NPR nor am I syndicated by you know I don't know pod chaser or something although I could be if I'm syndicated by things it's without my knowledge and that which exists without my knowledge exists without my consent as said the judge in Blood Meridian uh, but also, uh, actually, I, it's fine. I don't really care. But I'm, you know, I'm as far as I know, I'm not part of the Earwolf Network or the Maximum Fun Network or Gimlet Media. Is that still a thing? I remember when that started, and that was exciting. Um, but I have no idea. Smod Smodcast Network, Smodco. I'm I'm part of no network. Instead of naming all the networks that I'm not a part of, I'm part of no network. So I get it, advertisers, you want you want a little proof of concept here. It's like if I'm a drug dealer and I'm offering you a drug that no one's ever heard of, how much are you going to pay me for that on the first shot? Right? Nothing. How much are you going to pay me for the second shot? Possibly also nothing because I'm about to give you the drug, and I think it's going to be disappointing for you. But we're going to give it a go. And then uh, if you like what you hear and you want more, you know, here we go. Okay, so my first client is ExpressVPN. Now, I do—I guess I should just be clear. Obviously, no one has paid me to do this. Um, So if I say things that I'm not supposed to say in the realm of advertising for them... Just understand, these are just, you know, my opinions. Slash parody, I guess. Um, so there you go. Express VPN. Alright. Here's what I understand a VPN is. Uh, it's basically a way to hook up to the internet and people don't know where you are. So I guess maybe that keeps, like, weird, creepy algorithm stuff from happening. Um, and or... You know, the primary use that I've seen of it is you can do, like, uh, Netflix, set your country to a different country, and, like, watch all the movies they have available. I'm not sure how many uh, movies that gives you access to. I mean, does, like, Europe have a great Netflix that America doesn't? And how does that even work? I I have my suspicions. It seems like America probably has the best access to to this stuff. I'm... I've listened to another podcast where they talk... They're in Canada, and they talk about how, like, a bunch of stuff that's in America is not in Canada, like, entertainment-wise. But anyway, um, ExpressVPN can help you answer that question that I've asked. Do other countries need entertainment? Should we start a charity, a 501c3, where we drop DVDs on other countries? Uh, Streaming codes... For movies that they cannot see, even though they should be able to, because, you know, sometimes you just want to watch Friday the 13th Part 4 because uh, you can't remember if you left off at Part 3 or Part 5. That's the best reason I can think for watching Friday the 13th Part 4. Uh, ExpressVPN could help you decide whether a child in need for pennies a day could use bootleg DVDs of popular films that are probably streaming somewhere and you just don't want to pay for them. Or you don't want to watch it on Tubi and see the same commercial a thousand times. I feel like Tubi exists mostly so that bad movie podcasts have a way to watch things. (laughs) The pride of Tubi. Tubi is where I go and I'm like, well, this does have a lot of full moon features. So that's something. ExpressVPN. Express yourself. There you go. That's your commercial ExpressVPN. You're welcome for the new sales. All right, next we have HelloFresh. Uh, I don't know what HelloFresh is, but I'm going to assume it's like a company that's similar to uh, Color of Kitchen Garb where they send you ingredients and recipes, and then you make those ingredients into food. You turn ingredients into food. Now this is an amazing thing. I don't know if you've heard about this, but what people are doing now is they're getting uh, pieces of different kinds of foods and combining them together, sometimes on an oven, stove, sometimes in a microwave, sometimes just in their tummies. Uh, you, you take different things of food and make them into one of food and eat them together. This is a new thing that people have started doing. Uh, it's, very, it's very trendy. It's very hot right now to take small of food and turn it into one big of food. And HelloFresh is the best way to do it. Why? Uh, it's fresh. It's right there in the name. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a little hello to your tummy when the food gets down there. Instead of, you know, you eat some foods, it's a little bit of a fuck you to the gut. It's a little bit of a, a throwdown, a challenge. Certain foods that you eat are a little bit like, how do you like these apples, tummy? Now with apples, it's usually fine. But if it's like, how do you like these quarter pound of beef, tummy? That can be a little dicier. So hello, fresh is like a hello to your tummy, instead of uh, a challenge. And sure, maybe that'll turn your tummy soft. Your tummy won't be ironclad as it's been, cause you've stopped eating those things that make you miserable. But on the other hand, aren't you tired of like filling a bed with farts at the night? I'm not, but I bet a lot of people are. I bet anyone who was in a bed with me would be very tired of it. I find it amusing, Uh, sometimes there's just so many of farts that you're like, wow, this has become entertaining. Or like sometimes the farts smell so bad that you're just like, I cannot believe this is happening. And you kind of keep going because you're just like, this might be the worst of farts I've ever done. And you know, you're sort of like, it's horrifying. And at the same time, you're like, I mean, if, it's, if this is going to be the worst, I really want to be here for the experience. I want to be present. I'm going to put my phone away and close my eyes and open my mouth and just breathe and sort of, you know, plug my ears and turn off my senses other than the fart experiential senses. Uh, hello, that's somehow a commercial for HelloFresh. <laughs> HelloFresh, goodbye farts. All right, next on the list, we've got Audible. Audible is your source for audiobooks that used to be a thing, and now it's an Amazon thing. And uh, I've, I've had complicated relationship with Audible because I've purchased audiobooks there, and they, they're great, but you kind of have to stream them. I don't know if you can even download them anymore, and at one time, I don't think you really could, but who the fuck knows? Who can keep track of that? But that's really not the point, is it? Uh, The point is you can go there and then have a book, but instead of having to make your eyes go over paper and ink, which just feels primitive because it is primitive. This is like how your grandfather's caveman comic strip that he drew called BC because you are the grandson of the guy who drew that strip. That is how he would experience a story. You should do it how your grandfather's son would do it, which you would think is your father, but this is actually your your uh, much younger uncle, who's really cool and fun and good at surfing. He wouldn't read a book, man. That's for squares. He would listen to an audio presentation of a book, and that's the thing about Audible. It's not just like oh, this is a book, but it's read out loud to you. So it's like call me. Ish male I am No, this is like someone like a Benedict Cumberbatch reading to you an insane book about how time doesn't really exist, and somehow as he's talking to you it seems to make sense. And the second you turn it off and try and repeat what you just heard, you're completely lost. So it really casts a spell over you that makes you feel like you're learning when you're not. That's the magic of Audible. Go to audible.com or maybe amazon.com. Probably Audible will take you to Amazon, I assume. And uh, get get a free trial. There are codes out there. Although it will, if you've put in a credit card before, it'll know that you've used that credit card before. You have to put in a credit card to do the free trial because, you know, as much as this isn't a scam, it's totally a scam. Because they're like, well we're going to start charging you at some point. So buckle up for that, motherfucker. Audible.com Okay, next we have duh, 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 betterhelp.com uh, I don't actually know what this is. Betterhelp? Oh, this is like a therapy thing. Of course. Oh, yeah, duh. Uh, Better Health is a mental health platform that provides online mental health services directly to consumers. Um, this is this is wonderful. This is a great thing for everybody. This was founded in Mountain View, California, everyone, by Elon Mattis and Danny Braganier, Um, owned by Teladoc Health. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Here's the thing, everybody. We've all had a personal experience with a therapist. Now I know what some of you are saying. I'm a man. I don't need therapy. And you know what, you're right. You probably don't. Because uh, if you can make that kind of statement with confidence and not feel any sort of like guilt about saying that, you are a fully realized person. Uh, You might be a fully realized horrible person but you know, I'm not here to disrupt that process for you. You got to do you, and I'll do me. I am a mess. Uh, if you're listening to this show, I'm guessing you're also a mess. I don't know how. I can't really imagine anyone listening to this but somebody like well-adjusted listening to this and being like, "Yes, this seems like a thing that I should do on a regular basis." That kind of blows my emotions. So, by the very nature of you listening to this, I'm going to recommend that you go to betterhelp.com um, where you can get better help. Now, what you might be asking, what's better about it? Betterhelp.com, uh, offer code helpfulsnowman.com. All right, next on the list, we have ZipRecruiter. Now, I also suspect that most people who are listening to this show aren't really hiring anybody because uh, that would also kind of blow my mind. I I can't really imagine somebody listening to this between important business meetings so much as, I don't know, listening to this because it's like blaring out of a man's Bluetooth thing because, you know, he's got Pandora playing. On a giant Bluetooth speaker, he's attached to a uh, child's bicycle that he now has. And uh, you happen to be sleeping in the same copse of trees just off the highway. Uh, That seems more like my audience, but I don't know. Uh, If you are looking to hire, though, ZipRecruiter makes it a lot easier. Because imagine... um, Imagine if you could take all the work of recruiting somebody and turn it over to a guy named Zip. Now, he's called Zip because he's fast. He's called Zip because he's discreet. He's not called Zip because he is broke and has Zip dollars. He has many dollars. He has many irons in the fire. That is Poonmaster Flex's least favorite statement. I got a lot of irons in the fire right now, so I can't handle that. Something about that just rings very false to her. Um, I think it's a funny phrase because probably because it makes her so unhappy. <laughs> we have a very healthy relationship. Uh So I don't know. I mean, let's say you need someone to do accounting. ziprecruiter.com Let's say you need to find a podcast advertiser. Helpfulsnowman.com Let's say you need someone to do your accounting because you hired a bunch of podcast advertisers. Ziprecruiter.com Offer code HelpfulSnowman.com See how that works? Ziprecruiter. All right, next we have SimpliSafe. SimpliSafe. I have no idea what this is. Simply safe. Oh, it's the best home security for three years running. It's trusted by four million people. I mean, that's kind of a lot. I'm trying to think. So if, if there's like, let's say seven... Is there seven billion people on Earth? So if we had four million... Uh, And then there's 7 billion. So it's trusted by uh, something approaching a tenth of a percent of the world. And I can see why they did it the way they did it, where they said 4 million instead of (laughs) the percent of people. Because that's really a very low percent. But okay, cons- consider simply safe. I mean, it's like they're trusted by 4 million, but that's probably because they're like hated by another 4 million, right? Because if you're a criminal and you've been caught by a simply safe system of cameras and doorbells and googads and buttons, uh, you probably wouldn't trust it. I mean, maybe you would trust it. You'd be like, Someday when I get out of this incarceration, I'm gonna have a Simply Safe system. But uh, you know, who knows? Who knows how that that works? So technically, it should be trusted by eight million. It should be like one uh, one fifth of a percent instead of a tenth of a percent, huh? Approaching a fifth of a percent. Uh, so Simply Safe is a, a Simply Safe system. For keeping everything safe in a simple way. And it's just simply a safe thing to do. So of course you want that because you love simple and you love safe. Now if you like to live dangerously, yeah, maybe simply safe isn't for you. Maybe you like to go to bed at night with the door unlocked and propped open with a shotgun that's loaded. And gold doubloons spilling out of your front door onto the porch. And if that's for you, then you know, maybe simply safe isn't your thing, but hey, maybe simply safe is good because then you can sort of relive the moment of danger and watch the video and masturbate to it. That's what I assume most people <laughs> would Okay, simplysafe.com. All right, now we've got stamps.com. Uh Is there anything worse than going to the post office? I don't know what it is about the post office, but I think it's the place I least want to be. I mean, like, I went to some places. Okay, I went to the eye doctor last week, uh, and it was horrible. It's kind of funny because you go to the eye doctor, and like, so the first thing I go, I sit down, they test my eyes, and she's like, They look great. Your vision seems perfect. And then I go in and they do some other stuff. And she's like, oh, you're wearing contact lenses? And I was like, yes. She was like, I don't have that in your file. And I was like, were you not... How thorough were the tests you just did? I was under the impression that you looked at me under like a bunch of microscopes and shit. And you could not tell I was wearing contact lenses? Or didn't want to ask? You don't want to ask me if I'm wearing any lenses right then? But, uh... And then, you know, the eye doctor comes in and he's like, uh, listen, I'm going to put these drops in your eyes and they kind of burn. And I'm like, cool, this seems like the kind of thing that I come to the doctor for. And then you get all wrapped up and they're like, okay, your contact lenses, that's going to be $300. And I was like, well, I think I just figured out why I don't come here more often than once every five years. <laughs> because fuck that shit $300 and you know I had to sort of sheepishly uh, I I admitted nothing they were like well we don't have you down we have a contacts prescription but it doesn't look like you ordered contacts through us and the reason I didn't is because I bought them like online because they're cheaper and I was like yeah I don't know I don't know about that but also I was sort of like well I have contact lenses so what are you going to do What are you going to do about it? I got the prescription from you. I don't know what to say. Uh, So eye doctor is bottom of the list. Right after the eye doctor, I went to get my oil changed. And I had to wait in the lobby of the place, which is always a delight. You know, because you get to basically hear the people at the mechanics shop complain about the customers and you're like, I'm sure this is what they say when I call, which is why I usually like to just fill out the email thing because I'm like, well, I guess if I just fill this out and I'm just like, just need an oil change, what are they going to say? What a fucking idiot. But, uh, you know, you sit in a couch that looks kind of comfortable and then you sit in it and it's much softer than you thought, but in a bad way. You know what I mean? Where you're like, I feel like this is a couch that had an amount of stuffing in it and then they took half of it out and put it into a different couch. So it so they could stuff two couches for the price of one. Something something happened here. And yeah, and then I so I was sitting in there with my sunglasses on because um uh my sunglasses on over my regular glasses because I don't have prescription sunglasses because I'm not Nelson D Rockefeller. Okay, who's like, oh yeah, every time I get new prescription glasses, I will get new prescription sunglasses as well. What a scam. Uh, So, you know, I just wear contact lenses most of the time, and then very cheap sunglasses. Or in this case, because I couldn't wear contacts because they'd put all kinds of shit in my eyes, I uh, was wearing sunglasses over my regular glasses, which I took off briefly to talk to the mechanic. Because I was like, I'll look crazy if I keep my sunglasses on indoors over my regular glasses. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, my God, my pupils are the size of dimes. Maybe pennies. And I was like, well, this guy must have thought I was flying on hallucinogens. And I was like, man, it's so bright in here. (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, oil change is pretty horrible place to go. But I mean, nothing really beats the post office because like the post office is this magical, horrible purgatory where you wait in a line behind people who know that they want to do something, but seemingly have never done it before, nor considered how one might do it. You know, they're like, I want to send this um, coffee cup with no lid full of just milk to Minnesota And there's nothing about that that, you know, seems to be a problem to them. I want to send this uh, fizzing battery that's leaking fluid and it's fizzing out on top. I want to send this to Dubai. And it hasn't occurred to them that you, you know, it hasn't occurred to this person that it's like, you can't just fill a garbage bag with chili and put it in a box and then be like, yes, ship this to my dad. Um, and you know, it seems like a lot of people, they don't always argue with the post office. They're just like, well, how am I supposed to send a garbage bag full of chili somewhere? And, uh, you know, the post office person is like, I don't know. I mean, how, how you're asking me, it's kind of like you're asking me, how am I supposed to accomplish this task I need to accomplish, but teleportation hasn't been invented yet? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Stamps.com saves you the need to go to the post office, I think. I think it lets you just, like, ship stuff out or something. You might still have to go there and drop stuff off, but that's okay. You can just go very late at night after everyone is done waiting in the line to get a passport. Because, uh, you know, that's a thing they always need to do. Stamps.com. All right, me undies. Um, haven't you always wanted to, like, spend a lot on underwear? Uh, okay. Here's the thing. I think my, my pitch for me undies. If you are a single man who's over the age of 30, I'm betting there's a good chance you could up your underwear game, and that wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad thing. Uh, you know, having things on your underwear would be fine, I did have a friend. I still have a friend, but um, he <laughs> he was in a car accident, and uh, you know a pretty bad one. And they took his clothes off, him when he got to the hospital, and they had to cut off his Baby Yoda me undies off of his body. So, and you know, on one hand, you might think like, oh, that's embarrassing, but on the other hand, I think it's like no, this is this is good. This is what people want to see, right? I mean, does it... Anyone who I can think of that I would want to be friends with it has the story of having their baby Yoda underwear cut off them instead of having the story of, you know, regular fruit of the looms being cut off them. Because when you... Really, I know everyone's like... My mom said, wear clean underwear because what if something happens and you go to the hospital? And I'm like eh, you know, I think it's better if you were wearing a sequin Speedo, to be honest. Because that is a much better story. Because also when someone's telling you about like a life-threatening situation they were in, uh, it's a good like mood lightener to throw in the middle of like, and then I realized I must have been wearing my baby Yoda underwear and they cut it off of me. me undies gives you the chance to throw that little caveat into your story. Have you been injured lately? Probably not. But your time is coming. All of our times are coming. MeUndies.com All right, Raycon. Raycon makes wireless earbuds. I know about this because I bought some for my mom. My mom wanted some wireless earbuds so she could listen to uh, whatever she listens to while she's gardening. And uh, does the fact that Raycons are made by Ray J, who's sort of just famous at this point for being in a sex tape, mean anything uh, to my mom? Probably not. Uh, has she used them yet, to my knowledge? No, She is not. Um, I think that's something we'll have to set up the next time I go over to her house. But had she used them, I think she would have said it's superior audio quality. And uh, you know how some wireless earbuds still have wires on them? Because you ordered them from Wish.com, and they say wireless. But what they mean is, oh no, there's less wires. The wires are extremely short. These are actually far more inconvenient than wired normal earbuds. Well, you don't have that problem anymore with Raycon because through, let's call it mysticism, uh, Ray J has made a deal with some kind of Lovecraftian horror so that you can have music that comes to you with no wire somehow. Don't ask me to explain how it works. And let's all just assume that you know, Ray J has made this deal with a supernatural demon entity And he will pay the price. Not you and me, but he will pay the sole price, S-O-U-L, for this technology. So the least we could do is buy it from him and make his sacrifice worthwhile. Uh, Raycon.com. And finally, Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy with drag-and-drop technology to build a website that has drag-and-drop technology. Aren't you tired of, instead of dragging and dropping, having to type in a bunch of code? Doesn't it suck when you're building a website and you're like, Jesus Christ, I might as well be doing Microsoft Excel right now. Like I'm typing in dollar signs and like weird symbols on the keyboard that were never meant for human use. You're like, I don't think these different kind of brackets, these are keys I shouldn't be punching. I actually have installed little um, upright toothpicks on on my bracket keys, because I'm just like, you don't need those. And if you're touching them, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. And uh, Squarespace allows me to have a website, even though I have an uh, irrational refusal to use bracket keys. That's pretty amazing. Um, Also, I checked in with them, and you don't actually have to make a square website. You can have a rectangle website, you can have a circle kind of looking website. You can basically make any shape you want. It'll be displayed on a, a monitor. But whatever. This is not a square. It's not what happened here. Um, and, you know, maybe you're thinking, I don't need a website. And you're probably right. But at the same time, what if, you know, Twitter... Twitter's a big question mark these days. Nobody wants to get back on Facebook. Instagram is owned by Facebook. Where are you going to turn? What are you, Snapchat? TikTok? TikTok, you want like some clone of you to live in China? Is that what you want? I don't think so. You're going to need your own website because pretty soon all the social media is just going to collapse, maybe. And if that happens, you'll be like, boy, am I glad I clicked over to Squarespace.com and use the offer code HelpfulSnowman.com to get you know a very modest discount, uh, which didn't really help anyone else but me. But I understand if you're selfish like that. Squarespace.com. And that's it. Those are our, uh, our uh, advertisers. Uh, that's everything we've got. Uh, thanks so much for for advertising with us, everyone who did. And uh, you know, if you've got if you've got another advertisement and you're like, boy, I think Helpful Snowman would be perfect. You know, don't don't just feel like because I did those advertisers that I don't want to advertise for your company. And maybe you have your doubts. You're like, this is like a pretty uh, fly by night company here. We don't have a ton of money, and/or what we're doing seems somewhat illegal. That's fine. I don't mind, as long as the check clears, and uh, you're not asking me to do anything, You know, you're not like uh, the way we want you to advertise for us is to pick up this cardboard box, which we'll leave in a field by your house, and just store it in your garage for exactly seventeen days before moving it to this other location, which we'll send like. Something like that is not what I'm going to do for advertising-wise. But uh, if it's just an ad for a service that does that, you know, whatever. I don't know. I think pleading ignorance is going to be a strength of any defense case I have to make. Be like, Your Honor, I refer you to every episode of this podcast ever recorded. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey, This is the Snowman Podcast, yes, the Helpful Snowman Podcast, yes, this is the Snowman Podcast, and you're gonna learn some shit today.